0: Like, always,
1: always, always, always. Always. Oh, I'm so sorry. Huh. Wine, wine, wine.
0: That's because I have, I don't know, gym stories.
1: Oh, that, <laughs> that is actually a shame. And I'm sorry to hear that. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it happened again today. Oh. I mean, it's not my fear this week. Okay. But hi.
1: Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> I forgot that I'd started recording because I zoned out making sure that it was recording because my microphone is like that, as we all know. Yeah. It's a running, it's a we running are- peril.
0: Actively yeah, buying microphones now, so we have a preamp. It's in my basket.
1: <laughs> yeah, on, on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, it's a nice one, and we're yeah, we've got. So a now little we have to list decide on microphones, but yeah. we can
0: like choose any microphone.
1: Yeah, but you still gotta you still to watch that video because I'm not letting you just choose. Okay, any Okay, no, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the video. You. Do me. it. It's fun to watch. It's okay. entertaining. He's funny. It's like six minutes. You'll be <laughs> you'll be fine.
0: Okay, I'll do Plus, it. Plus, it'll teach you a lot about sound. And then I'll text you. Yeah, and it'll and teach you more sound. Good.
1: So this week. We'll Ah, uh, I we were talking about fears. I know that yours is always a gym, but I had a fear. Okay, <laughs> so I have swept and cleaned many a place in my day, uh, and um, you know. I forget where it was exactly. If this was uh, someone's house or or what, but I was sweeping, and um, I got down on my knees. And it was this week. I should really remember where I was, but um, <laughs> second fear it wasn't eh. here. Second fear, bad memories. No, it wasn't. But um, I was. I got down my knees to like sweep more thoroughly, and there was bubbles of something along a wood line. I look closer. It's spider eggs and mold. I almost no. died. I nearly died. I nearly just like jumped off a cliff in that moment. I was like, "Where's where the cliff? Are you?" Uh.
0: Why are you sweeping someone else's house?
1: I sweep a lot of areas, okay? I do love... <laughs> I do things you don't know about, you Andrea. A,
0: a house cleaning business that I don't know about?
1: <laughs> no, and I forget which friend this was.
0: <laughs> You're at a friend's house doing this?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Okay, ew.
1: Yeah, I know. it. So that my fear is, like, what I may have inhaled like, with eggs. the mold. I mean, the spider eggs at least had not hatched, so I was like, well, that's safe for now. For now. But um, that's creepy. Yeah, the mold. I was actually more worried about because I was on my hands like near it and like on on it for a second because yeah. I, w- I went to touch, thinking like something's wrong with the wood. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! I wish I had not touched that.
0: Ew. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. So Don't sweep my other fear people's is lungs. Yeah. That's
0: my takeaway from that. <laughs> sweep your own house or get a lumiere.
1: Lumiere. He's Lumiere is her Roomba. Yeah, <laughs> her off-brand Roomba. He's a, he's good, though. He's
0: not off-brand. He's,
1: he's, isn't he?
0: No, he's Roomba.
1: Oh, well, yeah, never he's mind Roomba. Roomba. you like, don't shit-talk my Lumiere yeah, in such a way. Yeah, don't talk Lumiere. Yeah. He's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows what's what is what he knows. There so is, tell me. Yeah. Tell me your fear.
0: Um, It's...
1: Like your Roomba rising up and deciding to kill you for making him deal with oh, so many dirt events? I did events. discover
0: today, and I didn't know this before, although I really should have looked into it, I have to actually empty the bin of my Roomba after every use.
1: Oh, and well, yeah.
0: I have to, like, every couple of weeks clean the brushes and the stuff, so I did that today.
1: Oh, and it must have been pretty bad by then.
0: He vacuumed up a mouse toy. What? Yeah, like how did he swallow the, the whole thing? The thing is is I don't know how he did it because I've watched him vacuum around and like if it's really big dirt, like if it's something huge, it won't vacuum up, right? Cuz like Yeah, he's
1: not even that big. Yeah, cuz he's Where not did high he put that? like he's
0: not high up enough to go over top of things like that.
1: No, and there's so, only so much space inside his little disc of a body.
0: I know, it was like <laughs> it was in the bristles of the brush.
1: I like to think he was very full after that. Like yeah, he's, he's like, just like ah, a large mm, meal. Satiated. I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh man, <laughs> he like regrets it. Goes I on Weight heard Watchers. I just him, and then yeah. he was
0: going boom, boom, boom. Well, that um, would do because it. it was like making him like as the brush turned. It was like you know make yeah him, yeah. And, yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I looked into my instruction book. And I'm like, oh, I am supposed to clean this every once in a while. Maybe I'll just do that now. Where did
1: you think <laughs> the dirt went, Andrea? Of well, course there's a bag like, you have to empty. Oh,
0: I knew that. And I was like, oh, I really have to, like, <laughs> open that thing to find out when how, like when I should do yeah. the bin and how to get the bin out. But I've been so lazy
1: and as it turns out, you had to do it more.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to do it after every use. Although it didn't really affect because he, if your house isn't that dirty, your bin won't won't get full on the first go around
1: yeah so basically what andrea is confessing to is that her her house is filthy
0: no filthy, I, filthy house. i've been using it for weeks and he only just started having a he only just got, yeah. got full
1: okay well yeah. nice defense of yourself there Thank you. i don't buy it <laughs> sorry oh, Lunar, well. but this is, your, this is your job you can't break the curse until you vacuum every <laughs> last dirt event so yeah. today andrea you came up with the theme
0: I did. So I thought we could do mass uh, casualty incidents, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so because it's not exactly true crime, but it's still horrible and well, involves we're not, death.
1: Yeah, and we're not true crime alone. We're horrific. Yeah, exactly. We're horror. We'll yeah. do everything.
0: So that's why I figured we could do mass casualties. Yeah. Yay.
1: So that's always a thing that you should say yay after. Um <laughs> You're starting, you I know. know that, right? Like, I, do. I know you. You were waiting for me to be your assistant this time, weren't you? Yes. Well, Why I'd have hell? to really stretch over you to get to your papers. They were too far. <sighs> I
0: cannot expectations, wait until we have our new
1: microphones. Oh, I know, right? Oh my gosh! It's necessary soon, and then we'll be able to stop talking about microphones on the podcast. Yeah, and you'll and have to. You guys speak. won't don't have, have to, to, to yeah. that Shit anymore. Yeah. So this really benefits you even more. <laughs> Is what that is.
0: All right. So this is the 2013 Dhaka Garment Factory Collapse.
1: Garment Factory.
0: Garment Factory.
1: That sounds vague.
0: Yeah. So uh, these factories are obviously Not kind of like sweatshops yeah. where, you know, a lot of the brands that we have here in the Western part of the world are made by a bunch of people who are underpaid in the Eastern part of the world.
1: Yeah. Bad, <laughs> not good. It's not good, and apparently it gets worse. For, and this, for this was particular bad. One.
0: And it's recent. Yeah, so it's not like yeah, that was
1: only seven years ago now. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's also called the Savar Building collapse or the Rana Plaza collapse. Oh, okay. The building itself was owned by Sohel Rana, who was a member of the local unit of the Jubo League, which is the youth wing of the Bangladesh Awami League, which was the political party in power.
1: Okay, so they had. So, political party in power had a, like a youth wing. Yeah, sort of thing, and he like was a, a member club. of it,
0: and oh, so he's okay. got connections to the government.
1: Yeah, I hate that. Like some governments throughout the world have youth clubs. I, think I mean, they it's do here too. I guess like the young conservatives <laughs> and stuff. Like, I mean, true, I guess it's, it's true. It's creepy. I don't like it. I
0: don't like it either. There's something about it.
1: It's bad. It's indoctrinating kids.
0: It is. This area had several garment factories. Oh, this building had several garment factories in it. Oh, boy. So around 5,000 employees were there. And then there were shops and a bank in the lower floors. The garment factories included factories for Joe Fresh, Prada, Gucci, and Versace, as well as others.
1: You know what? Those brands can fucking afford to, like, pay people a living wage and not use, like, sweatshops.
0: Yeah, and I think um, Walmart also had like their clothing brand being made there.
1: Yeah, that's and Target right? is
0: also they listed, and the Gap. So
1: pretty much also everywhere were involved in this, yeah. No ethical consumption under capitalism. No, sneak that in there.
0: Okay. Scary on. <laughs> so the upper four floors of the building were built without a permit. Oh. And the architect said that the building had been planned for shops and offices, not factories. So it was supposed to be retail, um, not not industrial. There were risks um, that the structure was potentially not going to be strong enough to bear the weight and vibrations of the heavy machinery used in garment manufacturing.
1: Which makes sense.
0: On April twenty third, 2013, which was a day before the collapse, a TV channel recorded footage that showed cracks in the building. Oh. And one person said, like, this one crack was actually big enough they could put their hand in it. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, okay.
0: And so the building was actually evacuated, and the shops and the bank closed. Yeah. But then later in the day, Sohel Rana said that it was safe. And that the workers should return tomorrow. So oh, then the no. managers threatened to withhold like a month of pay from workers who wouldn't come in the next day.
1: Oh, So everybody no. was
0: pressured to they were, come in.
1: Yeah, they were basically blackmailed into coming in. They were forced to come into a dangerous building. Yeah. Wow.
0: So now the morning of April 24th, there was a power outage and the diesel generators on the top floor started up. Uh-oh. And then the building collapsed at about 8.57 a.m., and the only floor that was left intact was the ground floor.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and this had four floors, eh? Oh. So
0: – or no, it had more than four floors, but it, like
1: – Four of them just didn't have a permit. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, the top
0: four didn't have a permit, yeah.
1: Oh. So it was wow. a lot of floors. Yeah, so it just – wow.
0: Yeah. 3,122 workers were in the building at the time. <sighs> And witnesses said the scene looked like an earthquake had happened.
1: Probably because of the force as the building collapsed, yeah.
0: Yeah. The United Nations Urban Search and Rescue offered assistance. But the offer was rejected by the government, who made a statement that... The area's local rescue emergency services were well equipped enough to do this.
1: I mean, you know what? Even if you did have really great emergency services who are well equipped, I, accept all help you can. That's like thousands upon exactly. thousands of people in a collapsed building. It's I dangerous.
0: And before this, the UN actually held consultations to assess the uh, that country's ability to mount an effective rescue operation, and the conclusion was that they lacked that ability. Like they they weren't actually equipped.
1: No, I'm not surprised. For a mess
0: incident like this
1: no because yeah
0: but basically bangladesh wanted to save face and protect their national sensibilities
1: well, the rather than care
0: about people
1: yeah rather than care about their own citizens yeah, yeah. that sounds and like this a is government after it's
0: already happened they're already like no no no, no we can handle it we can
1: yeah we're good enough
0: and you're like you're not gonna save face at this point guys no like, it's already bad and actually accepting help will be more of a save face
1: yeah like because they will show that you Give It'll show thought. that you care. Yeah.
0: A large portion of the rescue operation consisted of inadequately equipped volunteers, and many of them had no protective clothing and were wearing sandals. Oh, no. Some buried workers drank their own urine to survive the high temperatures while waiting to be saved. Oh. The Bangladeshi government was accused of favoring national pride over those that were buried alive. They and did. many relatives criticized them for trying to end the rescue mission prematurely. So they actually tried to end it What? Early.
1: They tried to end it before like
0: before it was scouring finished. everything. Yeah. Oh no. More than half of the workers that were in the building were women. And they had their children in the building because yep. they had nursery facilities in there.
1: Yeah, a lot of sweatshops employ yeah. women and children. Yeah, or and you bring your kid in. You bring your kid
0: to the nursery. Yeah, and then you get babysitting while you work.
1: Well, yeah, because they expect you to work ridiculously, pretty much your whole leg day. Yeah. So yeah,
0: volunteers were using things like bolts of fabric to help survivors escape. Uh, Not the
1: equipment that should be. Used. A, it's <laughs> Just bolts saying. of fabric. It's um, like a, sh- a show where someone ties their sheets together. Like, this will th- do. Exactly.
0: They're like, yeah, this is our high-tech uh, rescue stuff. Yeah. It, they had a national day of mourning on April 25th. Wow. On May 8th, Army spokesman, Army spokesman, <laughs> Mayor <Mir laughs> Rabi, said the Army's attempt to recover more bodies would continue for at least another week. And then on May 10th, after 17 days, a woman named Reshma was found and rescued alive and almost unhurt, so she was just chilling in there for 17 days.
1: Well, she was probably starving and had to drink pee and yeah. everything, so not completely unhurt.
0: No, but Definitely some cool. PTSD
1: there. Yeah, it's yeah. cool that she survived that it's long. It's good that
0: she's, like, yeah.
1: I'm glad that, yeah. And she
0: wasn't, like, badly injured, because she would have just died if... She had been. The search for the dead ended on May 13th with a death toll of 1,134 people and about 2,500 people were injured but alive. It was considered the deadliest structural failure accident in modern human history. And it's the deadliest garment factory disaster in history. And there I've heard stories about garment factory like it's pr- fairly common especially fires yeah because well, yeah. they're just they're full of garments I mean, <laughs> yeah
1: they're full of flammable, <laughs> flammable. things yeah flammable <laughs> equipment surrounded by fabric is yeah. usually not great also exactly. like they don't care about safety standards for no. these people they they don't even care about them enough to offer them like Something that isn't basically slave labor. So
0: Yeah, they don't care. No. Walmart is especially bad. I will tell you why later. (laughs) Oh boy. The reasons that the building problems happen. Like the reasons that cause this.
1: Yeah, besides the giant cracks.
0: Yeah. So it was built on a filled in pond, (sighs) which compromised the structural integrity. Yeah. Weird.
1: Gee, I wonder why. That
0: that would happen.
1: (laughs) You mean we can't build something on top of a pond?
0: <laughs> we did we filmed it in and everything um you
1: mean this isn't <laughs> solid ground
0: <laughs> and then there was also the conversion from commercial use to industrial use because it was supposed to be offices and shops yeah not industrial yeah um the addition of This one said three floors above the original permit, so I don't know if it's three or four, but But they added floors.
1: Yeah, so it's basically like what adding on a, uh, what did we have in elementary school? Those like add-on things, and they were safe because they're on the ground floor. Um, They were like to put in extra classrooms, but it's basically like someone slapped those up on top of a building.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what they're called.
1: Fuck, I wish I could remember. Um, but if you guys know what I'm talking about, you know, like you have a school, and then they need extra classrooms. So some of the classrooms would be in the
0: <sighs> like this thing, like in a the little, little
1: structures. Yeah a, st- yeah, a
0: structure that was like an add-on to yeah. the building.
1: Yeah, it was like a, a nice shed.
0: At least, like it's not like adding floors.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like what they did, it sounds like they just slapped up floors. A little yeah, like and I don't you can't know, do that. Paste and toothpicks,
0: especially when you're adding floors to the top, like, which yeah. is the only place you can add floors, but. Um, yeah, it's very
1: risky. Well, yeah, they just didn't build it right.
0: Another reason was they used substandard construction material, which (laughs) led to the overload of the building structure, which was aggravated by the vibrations from the generators that started because of the power outage. Oh, no. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, there were also vibrations from like the garment. Yeah, the machinery too, right? So.
1: So over time, and because of this one thing, yeah, Yeah. it was just—it was a disaster wing to happen.
0: And they discovered dubious business practices. What?
1: Shocking.
0: So the industrial police requested an evacuation of the building until there was an inspection, right? Okay. And an engineer named Abdur Razak Khan said it was unsafe and requested that the authorities conduct a more thorough inspection. He was actually arrested for helping the owner illegally add three floors. Well, at least he he said it
1: was unsafe. He's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have
0: done that. So this guy named Kabir Hussein Sardar was the officer that visited the site, and he met with Sohel Rana before declaring the building safe. So they obviously mm. got together, chatted, and were buddy buddy. And then he was like, "Yeah, it's fine."
1: Sohel Rana was basically like, "Hey, he's the owner you, of the you, building. You better and yeah, say this is yeah. fine. I'm with the government." Yeah.
0: People also think fast fashion may have contributed to this. Basically, they were under pressure to complete orders on time, yeah, and short production deadlines. From buyers were because of quick changes in designs of clothing. Wow! So like fashion, yeah.
1: So thousands of people died were injured because, and died of, because fashion. of a shitty Versace bag. Cool, yeah. love that.
0: Yeah, right. So fast fashion and low cost clothing demand motivated the minimal oversight by the clothing brands and the if they'd had unions they could have responded to the pressure like the unions could have fought back against the pressure of the management but mm-hmm. trade unions would increase workforce costs and therefore endanger the fashion industry so they didn't want to
1: yeah these places don't have unions they shut down unions so hard there yeah they're not gonna do that because no. they're like oh but then we'll have to actually pay you and give you basic human rights yeah nah.
0: and it would increase costs because Unions can argue for better wages and,
1: well, and, these companies, well, and safe yeah. buildings,
0: which yeah. is also more expensive. So yeah, no, no, no thank you. It's
1: not like, you know, billion dollar companies can afford such things as <laughs> uh, a decently made building in, <laughs> and $7 an hour instead of seven cents. Like, come yeah, on, I guys. Know, but that's right? why they outsource to the East, because they know because that they, they can get away with like no nope. unions, none of it. They know they can get away with it. I know. Disgusting.
0: So there was a Spectrum factory collapse in 2005. When that happened, manufacturers organized projects like the Ethical Trading and Business Social Compliance Initiative okay. to try to prevent like disasters like this. But despite them having audited this building, they failed to detect the structural concerns. Yeah. And then they said, like, it was really not meant for that sort of like our audits aren't really meant for building structural concerns no you. we need are to. auditing for other safety things um you need more like architects and stuff to yeah. do that engineers yeah you need yeah
1: like safety engineers and stuff you need someone who's actually specialty is that yeah, yeah. like
0: specialized in that yeah so after this happened Sohal Rana went into hiding <laughs> Two days after the collapse, garment workers across multiple industrial areas rioted and they targeted vehicles and commercial buildings and garment factories.
1: Okay, and I get why, but the people in those garment factories are also probably your fellow workers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> know. Like,
0: yeah. oh, I know. No. I um, get it though. Yeah, yeah they're angry. Four days after that, Sohil Rana was arrested. Good. So they did find him. And then a fire broke out <gasps> at the site and they had to suspend the search for the survivors. <sighs> People protested this. <laughs> they were like, no, please keep looking. Yeah. And it was arranged that the survivors would get their April pay plus three more months of pay. Uh-huh. And so the protesters ended their protest and 18 garment plants were actually shut down.
1: Good. I'm glad some of the plants were shut down as a result. But
0: Yeah, me too. Although only these took people the lives now are of out of women work and children, too, right? Yep. Like that's why they go to work in these dangerous places. They have no choice. They don't have a choice. Yeah. On August 30th, injured workers and families inaugurated a memorial monument for the tragedy. It was a crude statue of two fists thrusting toward the sky holding a hammer and sickle. (laughs) Police tried to stop the erection of this monument several times, and it is the only memorial monument for that tragedy.
1: Of course they didn't want that, yeah.
0: Of course not. So on September 22nd, at least... 50 people were injured when police fired rubber bullets and tear gas into a crowd of protesters <sighs> who were blocking the streets in Dhaka and demanding a minimum wage of $100 a month.
1: Yeah, which is Seems barely survivable at all.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. I, wow. That's so low. And Yeah. Wow. They weren't asking for much. Yeah.
0: And as far as I could tell, like three or four months of wages would be like maybe $100. So that you know. Wow.
1: Yeah. So they were basically starving.
0: November in November sorry 10 story garment factory <sighs> in Gazipur was allegedly burned down by workers that were angered over rumors of a colleague's death in that police firing. Okay. So they were pissed off and they're like
1: I hope they burned burning. it down. Hopefully
0: nobody was in it.
1: I assume <laughs> that they weren't because they know that the other people working. There yeah were I don't like think they would resort to. to
0: like murder. No,
1: no but I would Burn it down, too. Like, you know, get would, rid of it before it falls on people when yeah, they are in it.
0: I would do a lot, I think. I'd yeah. be pretty pissed.
1: I'm impressed with these people standing up to a government that sounds a little scary.
0: Me, too. Yeah. Yeah. So in March 2014, Sohel Rana was granted six months bail, but he will actually not be released because there's another case that's been filed by the police and it's pending. They also found that only eight out of 3,425 factories inspected had actually remedied the violations enough to pass a final inspection. Of course. That's not good. Mm. More than two dozen victims' families have not been compensated as they couldn't back up their claims with documentation. Basically, they wanted them to provide DNA proof that their relative was in the building when it collapsed.
1: Well, if you didn't ever rescue my relative, that's going to be tricky now, ain't it?
0: Well, and it, like, like, even if you did, you're trying to find DNA in the building. Yeah. Proof that they were there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, <sighs> That's yeah. That's a little bit impossible if they're gone. You've got yeah. no, You've got no well, DNA to compare it to.
0: Once they're dead, you can't prove that it was the building that killed them. Like they're dead and buried. Yeah. And how are you supposed to find their DNA to prove that they were in the building when it collapsed? Like,
1: well, yeah. No. Basically, they're trying to screw them over so that they couldn't get any people, justice for this.
0: Some people were able to do it. Um, the U.S. actually provided a bunch of DNA kits. Because, no, like, the they're, least they could do. they were hard to get DNA kits. Like, they these people didn't yeah. even have access to DNA kits to do this, so the U.S. provided DNA kits.
1: Well, that's the least they could have fucking done, considering they outsourced.
0: Exactly. So, on August 29th, 2017, Sohel Rana was sentenced to a maximum three-year imprisonment for failing to declare his personal wealth and other charges, including murder. Three years? For that many deaths.
1: And... Wow.
0: So here's some <sighs> stories from people that survived or families of dead ones. Um, so one mother had a son that was still alive under the rubble. He mm-hmm. actually texted her, but he died while he was waiting for rescue. Oh, my God. So, and here's some of the survivors. Mahmudul Hassan Ridoy, 32, he walks with a crutch and suffers terrible headaches and pulls his hair out when he sleeps sometimes.
1: PTSD. He's
0: single because his wife left him after the accident. When he yeah. was injured, right?
1: Well, he's probably completely, like, beside himself with PTSD, yeah.
0: Yeah. There's Shuli Begum, who's a 26-year-old. She lives on a wooden plank bed in a cement-walled, metal-roofed shanty half a oh. mile from Rana Plaza. She spends her days watching television and napping because she's dependent on sleeping pills. Yep. She can't read. She can't have children anymore. because of her injuries. She can barely move because her spinal cord (sighs) was crushed and she says it's an ordeal to even just go to the bathroom.
1: Well, yeah. That's so much... Oh, my God. That's a lot of... That's bad. She's only 20. She was only 26 at the time, too. Survived. I guess. Although I don't know if that's really
0: luck, right?
1: Not at this point. Not at this point, no.
0: Honestly, I... Yeah.
1: Like, I'm glad she's not dead, but, like, this... I am... All this suffering, right? Oh, my God.
0: Another 28-year-old survivor... Is a widow with a 14 year old daughter that she can't afford to send to school Uh. because her kidneys were smashed and her right hand was smashed so she can't work. She wears a medical corset and her forearm is in a brace. Ouch. So, victim Mr. Radoy had quit his job as a nursery school teacher because. He was badly paid. So he went to be a quality inspector and he joined Rana Plaza because his girlfriend of three years was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So they, you know. They needed the money. They needed the money. And they married three days before the incident. He opened his eyes in the rubble and realized that he was pinned under a concrete pillar. And he was face to face with his friend, Faisal, who worked on the second floor. So his floor had dropped down to Faisal's floor. Faisal's skull (gasps) was shattered and his brains were spilling out.
1: Oh my God.
0: And Mr. Rodoy says, quote, I can't forget how his head exploded in front of me.
1: Oh my God. I can't even imagine.
0: I know.
1: Oh, what a way to see your friend and, like, just the shock of that.
0: I know. Oh, my, like.
1: Oh, the trauma of that. Oh, my God.
0: In 2015 and 2016, two members of the Survivors Network uh, for this in- incident committed mm-hmm. suicide by hanging in their living rooms. Oh. And the victim, Miss Begum, was two floor- floors below uh, Mr. Rudoy. And the concrete ceiling fell on her, landing on her torso and right hand, and her long hair got tangled in a sewing machine, oh. and she couldn't free herself. So when they rescued, they pri- her, they pried her out, and someone told her later that her guts had been all over the place.
1: I'm glad that they were able to help her because guts all over the place sounds
0: not good, fatal.
1: I'm glad she survived, but like,
0: yeah. wow. Basically, oh. she must have been,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so...
0: Not great.
1: That's got a sociopolitical bent to it. If you yeah. guys want to have a more, like, be able to personalize and empathize oh, and I was more, gonna mention there's Warner. that. Yeah, um, tell us. They
0: refused to... So they were trying to, like... There were some movements, uh, like, some documents to try to, like, get uh more money to build safer garment factories and yeah. also to compensate victims' families and and stuff like that, right? And yeah. uh, this was several different documents, several different activities they were doing. And mm-hmm. Walmart refused to sign, like most of all the ones that I read about. Of course. Yeah. And Target <coughs> was also bad, and the Gap was also bad. Yeah. So they're assholes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, corporations bad, yes. as it turns out.
0: Turns out, like, and then some of the <laughs> corporations were like totally like, yeah, we'll sign.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, because well, they knew. I mean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you signed off on slave labor you should at least sign off on rescuing your slave labor yeah fuck I, it's t- wow and you know every one of these corporate they can afford it yeah. they can afford oh, these yeah. things
0: they could totally compensate these workers especially since <laughs> like their comp- like compensation for them would be less than it would be here it right? would
1: be yeah um, different uh yeah yeah different monetary standard for sure but also like They're making a ton of money off this cheap labor in the first place so that they can have massive profits that they don't need so they can afford it.
0: Compensation also, uh, like Mr. Redoy was compensated, and I think it said something like $700. Yeah and with that money he he bought like a pharmacy and started yeah like, a pharmacy pharmaceutical business
1: well cuz this was in bangladesh right like yeah, yeah like, american are dollars are not cheaper yeah
0: american
1: yeah it's going to be worth a lot yeah
0: so that's that that's that story i Sad can't and imagine not good
1: yeah, mine is uh, tragic as well. It happened in the 1800s, though, and it ends on a ghosty note. So hopefully I that like will be a notes. little less, like, yeah, sociopolitically, like, sh- earth-shatteringly depressing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm next. And my disaster is...
0: I'm not being your assistant.
1: No, it's okay. I wasn't <laughs> weighing on you. i <laughs> I was, but gradually, as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was losing hope, and that's fine. I lost I it before you, you said that. You
0: be my assistant, not gonna be your assistant.
1: No, that was your mistake, though. As my hopes were dwindling, you didn't, like, you didn't fake out as though you are going to.
0: Oh, I should have. Yeah, that would have fun. really,
1: like, I, I, my hopes were completely <laughs> shattered before you got to it at the end, so Damn it, it. Okay, there was okay. no impact, yeah. I'll
0: work on my, uh, evil deeds. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm.
1: you should do that Yeah, you're not very good at them Stop I'm out of people practice because I
0: yeah I guess that's like it's really all I season. do these days oh yeah I did get out of practice at Christmas I didn't put any dead bodies in Ren's elevator yeah over Christmas and now I just can't remember how I even did it in the first place
1: for new listeners who are really confused about why we're talking about dead bodies and elevators <laughs> that's that's just that's just a thing that we joke about it's not actually <laughs> a thing that Andrea does I'm sure there are a lot of clunks yeah. in my elevator um, in my apartment complex. I can't, I can't explain it. I heard a baby crying in there once. There I definitely was I heard a baby crying
0: not. several times right? in there. Right?
1: Yeah, yes. that's the sound. And it's not a squeak of like the ropes or anything because it doesn't no, always happen. it sounds it's like definitely a, baby a baby crying baby.
0: and it, it yeah. doesn't do that lately, but uh, like a few months ago it did. Yeah. And it did it like for a whole week, like every yeah. time I went there.
1: It was, it's creepy. Yeah, I don't like that elevator. It's, like, slow on purpose that can creep you out is my my Probably, conviction. Yeah, because yeah, there's no reason for it to be.
0: The door closes really fast, and then – but, like, it's the door closes really fast. So you're in there, and it, you're almost, like, not even all the way in there by the time the door starts closing. Yeah. But then when you get to where you're going – it takes forever for the door to open. So you yeah. just think that you might end up living in the elevator.
1: Yeah, it's it's basically like a creature that swallowed you, like a Venus flytrap.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: it's not, it doesn't want to let you out. No. Nope. It wants to let you in. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, oh, fine, I'll let you out this time, says the ghost baby. <laughs> Bye, my only company.
0: Yep. Okay, that's
1: actually kind of sad if it's a ghost baby. Yeah. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's time for something that's also sad. Again. My disaster was the Point Ellis Bridge disaster. I
0: don't think I've heard of this one. I think you told me about it, but I don't think I have ever read about it.
1: No, no, I had only read about it in a book. Um, It's, it's, it's Canadian. This happened in Canada in the 1800s. Obviously there's not as much info, but it's not one of the famous, like it's, It's actually super famous, but because no one gives a shit about Canadians, I guess it's harder (laughs) to find. Um,
0: So it's not like famous outside of Canada.
1: Yeah, this was like one of the like most massive bridge disasters in like North America at the time, though. So it really should be more famous. Yeah, Yeah. but there, um, uh, like there are shipwrecks that happened outside Victoria at the time that. Are easier to find, but the reason I found this was because I read about it in a book, and then I did more research because I had the name. Then. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. brief summary: On May twenty sixth, eighteen ninety six, in Victoria, British Columbia, uh, Canada. For people who <laughs> I know that like at least seventy percent of you in the US listening right now have no idea what a province is, so don't even
0: exactly know. No, I know for a fact you they needed. don't because I've listened to podcasts where they're like Alberta. I think that's like a city.
1: Okay, we know what your places are.
0: Yeah, you should... I mean, at least, at least just look at a picture of a map of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had to memorize, like... A lot more of your geography because you guys split up into a million different places oh my god our provinces we how only many states have states like, do
0: you need and how many states do you want someone from canada to have to memorize along with the capitals
1: yeah ours is easier to memorize our provinces because like there aren't as many because
0: there's like we 13 provinces and territories or something yeah like
1: that. we we divided them reasonably into big things yeah, yes it made sense
0: so stop it. <laughs>
1: I guess because we argued with each other a little less. Um, so, <laughs> yes, in, uh, on May 26, 1896, yeah, in that province that you guys all know about now, <laughs> uh, British Columbia, Victoria, a streetcar crowded with 143 basically like holiday makers, people on holiday, were on their way to attend celebrations uh, due, due to Queen Victoria's birthday <laughs> very colonialist but this is what was going on <laughs> this is what was happening well, it's and it's still happening yeah um so it was queen victoria's birthday so and the streetcar crashed through point ellis bridge today usually referred to as the bay street bridge oh. into the upper harbor over 50 people, men, women, and children, oh my God. were killed in the accident, making it one of the worst transit disasters in British Columbia and in Canada at the time, for sure. It
0: would be, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was in North America, but again, even in the 1800s, you know, the U.S. was still kind of like, well, it wasn't our bridge, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so... Only passengers on the left side of the streetcar escaped, Um, and not all of them, but you'd have to be...
0: You had to be on the left if you wanted to have a chance.
1: Yeah, because it was believed that as it fell, the streetcar landed on its right side into the gorge waterway, meaning that the passengers on the right side and in the middle of the streetcar... We're essentially doomed. They're yeah. screwed. They're trapped. On June twelfth, eighteen ninety six, a coroner's jury concluded that the tramway operator, the Consolidated Electric Railway Company, was responsible for the disaster because it allowed its streetcar to be loaded with a much greater weight of passengers than the bridge was designed to support. Ah. Uh. Mm, Yeah, and there's more about that later. The City Council of Victoria was also found to be guilty of contributory negligence because the bridge had not been well maintained and because council failed to take steps to restrict the traffic on the bridge to within safe limits. The design and construction of the bridge was also found to have been poor, especially in that the specifications called for weldless iron to be used. But the ironwork was almost all welded. What? Yeah.
0: Wait, what? Yeah. So you're not supposed to use this iron for welding, but they did.
1: Yeah, I think probably, like, instead of getting more iron materials and supports, they probably just grabbed whatever iron and just welded pieces together. Yeah. Yeah, which isn't gonna hold. It's just melting two pieces of metal together. It's not gonna hold for more than your coffee table. So, um, details from the disaster, and some of this is from pointellishouse.com, because the... That's kind of the Monument sort of museum house that still stands in the area. Yeah. Boats raced to the scene to help, and eventually the streetcar was pulled up onto onto the shore adjacent to Point Ellis House. Peter O'Reilly, then 67, wrote in his diary the next day, quote, Very bright sunshine, but a day of mourning. Four divers still engaged in the endeavor to recover the bodies from the wreck of yesterday. Vast crowds surround the fatal spot boat launches steamers and a large derrick constantly at work 49 bodies taken out up to the present the o'reilly family uh witnessed the recovery operation from their home as victims retrieved from the water were laid out on their lawn oh my lawn. god yeah their lawn and the lawns of their neighbors basically turning said lawns into makeshift morgues
0: i'd be upset but there I would was also no other place like, there was nowhere else so go yeah ahead.
1: this is it was People used tablecloths and curtains to shroud the dead, right? Yeah. Like, people went into their homes and grabbed this to, like, be respectful. Mm-hmm. One year later, on May 25th, 1897, Peter wrote, quote, Yesterday the queen's birthday was kept, but very quietly. No regatta, no dancing, no nothing. I believe tomorrow the 26th, a day never to be forgotten. When I believed for a while that I have lost my darling child, but by God's miracle, she was spared. The person who transcribed this letter from the Royal BC Museum and Archives notes that this means uh, Kathleen, who is Peter O'Reilly's daughter that he's referring to, must have been on or near the bridge at the time, or at least thought to have been, yeah. so he was glad that she wasn't fucked up. He found out. Up, but yeah, yeah, like she but wasn't- she
0: survived, or wasn't there.
1: Yeah, one or the other, she wasn't where, yeah. So, about that bridge- So I retrieved a lot of uh, this following info on the case from a book called Victoria's Most Haunted by Ian Gibbs. And I recommend reading it because Victoria has had a very, 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 very haunted history. (laughs) It, like, never ends, honestly.
0: I should Uh, read that.
1: You should. We have the book pretty much everywhere there is haunted. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no. And this is, uh, I believe, Ian Gibbs... He spoke to the ghost walk people. Like, we visit Victoria a lot, Andrew and I,
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: do ghostly walks uh, where they talk about the historical hauntings around Victoria and lead you around to those sites Yeah, on foot. And it's great. It's a good time. Yeah. We've
0: done a show kind of based on some of the stories.
1: Yeah, you should check them out.
0: Yeah, we've done an episode.
1: Yeah, we did an episode about it, Um, but I would recommend it. And I believe Ian Gibbs talked to them when, like, consulted them because they're historians yeah. as he was writing this book. So... Essentially, the bridge was built more for horse carts and pedestrians, not streetcars. And the city of Victoria at the time knew this. Hence, why they got in a lot of trouble when, after streetcars had been using the bridge unknowingly for a long time, this disaster occurred. So, like,
0: they could have—they
1: just let them do it. that, yeah. Yeah, the streetcars didn't know they couldn't use this bridge. Yeah, but the city knew, and they just didn't say anything about it. In fact, the city was so aware of the bridge not being suitable for the weight it had been supporting that earlier in 1892, they sent surveyors and repairmen to actually drill holes in the bridge (laughs) pilings to check the condition of the wood, right?
0: Good idea.
1: Well, it would be if they'd uh, (laughs) taken care of that after. It was apparently bad enough that that the wood needed to be full-blown replaced, not just repaired. Yeah. Yet absolutely nothing was done about this, and everything was left as is, now with holes drilled into the already rotting wood, so... Perfect. That didn't help things. Yeah, they were supposed to fill in the holes after testing, because you yes. do have to do that to check yeah. wood, that's fine, but then you you, got, you fix it right away.
0: They should have shut it down. <laughs> they should have been like, okay, the wood is bad. It needs to we'll be replaced. We'll leave the holes, but we'll close down the bridge.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, until you replace it, yeah, it was bad. So, yeah, people at the time reported that the bridge would sag whenever a streetcar went over it, but these reports went ignored as well.
0: That's not a good sign.
1: Yeah, all these, like, mass disasters that happen with, like, structures, it's always, like, someone ignoring shit. and It's like, don't, just take care of it now. You don't want a disaster in your hands later. Yeah, or
0: at least just close it down, like, just don't let people in there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's all they had to do in the meantime. So... At one forty PM on May twenty sixth, streetcar number seven number sixteen, which was a newer and even heavier model of streetcar, crossed to the bridge. The car itself was designed to hold a maximum of about fifty-five people, but one hundred and forty people were According to an account recorded in the referenced book on board that day, so they crammed a bunch of people in there because Ugh. Queen Victoria's birthday, everyone was yeah. trying to get over the bridge to and go party sell more
0: tickets that way,
1: yep, so they shoved over double the amount of people allotted to this to this car itself. So it was a very, very heavy car. Streetcar sixteen only made it about a quarter of the way across the bridge when it began to sway. The swaying increased as the streetcar proceeded until only a little further on, the bridge made a crack, a cracking sound, dropping the car along with the bridge about a meter downwards, but the streetcar yeah. pressed on, right, with the driver, I mean, in my opinion, probably not knowing what else to yeah. do at that point. He was probably just like, well, fuck, gotta keep driving, hopefully I'll make it across. Yeah. Um, but once it re- reached to the uh, center of the bridge, there was another loud crack and the entire center span of the bridge went down. First, streetcar 16 plummeted the rest of the way into the water, and then only moments later, the main tracks and the rest of the span of the bridge crumbled on top of the fallen streetcar. No. Which obviously killed many of the trapped passengers, including ones who'd managed to, like, survive the initial fall, only to then be crushed by the bridge falling on them. Yep. Debris, wood, metal beams, and such killed many of the passengers. Um, I think it hit one of the boats that was nearby to, like, rescue or one of the pleasure boats nearby. I think it hit someone on the head, too. Like, he got, like, slammed with a steel beam and killed instantly. Oh, no. So, like, this, yeah, it was big. When the streetcar had fallen into the water, it had actually been pierced through as well. Um, What? uh, Some of the metal uh, supports, one of the metal pilings, I think, and something else, like, it had been, like... Yeah, things had gone through it Yeah, as the bridge fell. Some of the passengers were, luckily, pushed out of the broken windows of the streetcar by the sheer force caused when the rest of the bridge had collapsed and survived as a result. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would have been jumping out the window the first sign of shit.
1: Well, I'm sure they were trying, but there was a bridge on top of them, like, yeah. literally seconds after. Well, and it doesn't after. guarantee that
0: you'll survive. It's just no. like, that would be my initial...
1: Oh, yeah. I'd be trying to climb out there, too. Reaction, yeah. Luckily, the windows were broken and the force of the bridge for people on the left side, it, like, ejected them through those windows. So that was really lucky. Um, According to Victoria's Most Haunted, the book, um, at the time, due to the scale of this disaster, there was not a single family in Victoria that was not affected by the tragedy in some way. Yeah, because the population wasn't as huge at that time. Yeah, so so pretty much everyone knew
0: knew somebody on that.
1: Yeah, or Uh, knew somebody who knew somebody. Yeah. And in the book, Ian Gibbs describes the phenomenon of related ghostly sightings in the area where it occurred. Lights are often seen like bobbing on the water in the area now by Bay Bridge. Uh, believed by many to be the searchlights on boats steered by the loved ones of the victims as these spirits still search the dark water for those they lost.
0: Ooh, creepy. But I like it.
1: Yeah. It's a good creepy, good eerie. Yeah, it's sad though, right? Because there really were tons sad, of yeah. rescue boats and mainly these rescue boats weren't even rescue boats. They were actually like um, people who were pleasure cruising around. Yeah. So a bunch of them saw this happen and went, and to, help, went to help. And then to help, yeah. some got hurt and some like knew their loved ones were on there and kept searching.
0: Or friends. Yeah. Like someone-
1: A loved someone one. That someone that affected them. cared- Yeah, someone yeah. they cared about. Yeah
0: okay (sighs) but that's not it happened in the 1800s luckily yeah
1: Yeah. luckily that wasn't like yesterday
0: yeah but
1: (laughs) the moral of the story is don't celebrate a monarch's birthday and also build things better
0: yeah (laughs) let's do both that's the takeaway
1: yeah yeah you're welcome children welcome to our after school special two scared siblings it's totally (laughs) child-friendly
0: so, email so, yes. us at two scared siblings at gmail.com. We yes, will be doing those Patreon yeah the veterans. sentences yeah. requests
1: for people who are on the one dollar or five dollar tier.
0: I didn't have time to grab one today.
1: Yeah, because we know. just
0: recorded like three days ago.
1: We did, and uh, yeah, the holiday season's been murdering us dead, but yeah. don't worry, you're coming. It's You'll get what's coming to you, it's which coming. you asked for. Yeah, so, and are paying us for. So, um, <laughs> if you want to pay us to do other cool things like that for you, yes, you, then go to Two Scared Siblings on Patreon.
0: Patreon.com slash Two Scared Siblings.
1: I mean, we're the only ones on there. You'd find us yeah. the way I said it. I but, think um, so. Yeah, maybe not, actually. Some people are
0: having trouble searching our... Like, they would go to Patreon.com and then search Two Scared Siblings and it wouldn't come up, so I actually had to just give them the link. We have the link on our Twitter, and you can also just type in Patreon.com slash Two Scared Siblings.
1: Yeah, and our Twitter is at Two Scared Sibs.
0: And my personal Twitter is at Andrea Noel 3
1: And mine is at Toy Carousels. And... Uh, well, you know what? If probably more. nothing. It's good. It's good. you'll find us. Yeah. <laughs> just, just look for us. We're two scared siblings. you'll 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 make just it.
0: Google us. You'll make Google it to is us. the bestest.
1: Allow us to uh, kiss you so that you may have our our essence and may track it to find us online.
0: That's what you need.
1: Mm, here right. comes the essence. Mm-hmm. Sleep well.